skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. I'm your host like every every single time. Every, every time you see this show, it's, it's going to be me. Uh, my name is Daniel King. With me today is my good friend, Birdman, who you, you know, if, I mean, if you listen to all our episodes, you, you know who Birdman is. It's me. I'm back. It's <laughs> We're back. Hey, hi. It's, hello. It's, hi, hi. It's good to be back, Daniel. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, so what you been up to, dog? Oh, man. A lot of the same. I feel like I'm always doing the same things. Like? Gaming and oh, work. <laughs> like, <yeah>. that's literally... <laughs> What's up? What have you been playing? So, right now I'm, a pl- I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I just finished up How's with... That? It's good. I like it. Um, I wasn't going to buy it because I didn't like the last Assassin's Creed. Mm. I talked to my brother. He's like, You'll like this one. Yeah. It's good to talk to someone that you know and they can give you yeah, if feedback. Yeah, if you're you know, going to dig it. They can give you feedback because, um, like I said, I wasn't really interested. But he's like, just just buy it. It's good. Right. Um, So, I've been playing that. It kind of reminds me of a little bit of Skyrim. Skyrim? Yeah. Skyrim? Skyrim. 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 It's back. The McRim. <laughs> ah, you're finally awake. Uh, <laughs> um, a mix between Skyrim and something else that I can't think of. Okay. But no, it's it's fun. Um, God of War? Mm, no, not real. Oh, maybe like The Witcher. Maybe a little bit of The Witcher. Mm, okay. I don't think you played The Witcher, did you? No, I want to, but, uh, you know, I've been playing... Um, Ghost of Tsushima since August now, yeah. and it's <laughs> it's halfway through December. Yeah. So, it, it, man, I just uh, take your time. I don't have a lot of time to play video games. Like, I man, if I if I do if I play for two hours a week, it's a good week. Got a lot of gaming in in two hours. That's yeah, uh, th- like four hours is like whoa, holy shit! Must have had a crazy bunch of free time. <laughs> uh, I just recently went on vacation. I played quite a bit while I was on vacation. Yeah, that's a lie. I, I played for like three hours. I was, <laughs> I was off for I was off for six days. Um, I just did this. I was like, gonna say, what did you do? I did a lot of editing, and you know, Thanksgiving and and that that. Oh, did you guys actually do Thanksgiving? Not really. No, just we, like uh, here. Or? Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, nothing yeah. real extravagant. We stayed at home. Yeah. Um, we didn't go anywhere. And it was it was kind of nice. Just the two of us. Mm. We can make it if we try. <laughs> <laughs> what else you been up to? Fucking nothing. Fucking. <laughs> I watched Sicario. <laughs> hey. I, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's about it. Which was deliberate because I watched it for this show. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the show, what we do, generally speaking, is we take a look at two movies, we'll watch one movie that at least one of us thinks is a good movie, and then we watch a bad movie that has something kind of in common. I think it's like what, uh, like FBI agent Uh, is kind of the theme. It's, uh, I think our theme today is CIA agents. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Cannelloni. What? Italian alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what it stands for. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to start with Sicario, uh, director. So, <laughs> do you know how to say his name? Because. God, I wish. Even Alicia was like, you should really look up pronunciations. Cause... Well, I did, and I do know how to say it. Okay. But I just want to put this out there because. I thought it was pronounced, and I didn't know, when I first found out about this director, I didn't know that he was French. Okay. I, I thought it was pronounced Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I mean... Because I'm American. kind of looks like that, V-I-L-L-E-N-E-U-V-E. So, it's pronounced Denis Villeneuve. Okay. Uh, Denis Villeneuve? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. <laughs> Villeneuve. Um, uh, yeah. And Stefano Solima. Or is it <laughs> Is there uh what do you say that? Who's that? The other director. No, there's just one director on this. Okay. Uh no. I think. No, I got two. Really? Yeah, uh and it's the oh, same that's... it's the same two directors that did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I also haven't seen. Maybe maybe the it's based on a short story or something. But I have here that um it's just the knee and then the writer is Taylor Sheridan. Hmm. I don't know if you have that. I don't. I don't have that. Um, I just have Dennis, or, or excuse me, Denis, <laughs> Denis. Villeneuve, and uh, Stefano Solima is who I've got. Okay. But uh, anyway, this movie had a budget of $30 million U.S. dollars, banked in at the box office, $84.9 million, so it's a good profitable film. Yeah, they uh, did a, a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> the sequel's really good, too. Um, this is a 2015 action thriller. Stars Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin, Emily Blunt, Jeffrey Donovan, Raul Trulio, Isabella Moner, M-O-N-E-R, Moner, maybe Moner, uh, John Bernthal, and, you know, there's some other people in it. Um, Daniel, uh, is it pronounced Kaluuya? 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 I think it is Kaluuya. Okay. Yeah, no, he's fantastic in it, too. I kind of wish he had a bigger role in it. I mean, he's kind of in it quite a bit, yeah, yeah. but I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I wish he was along for the ride a little bit more. Right, right. He's a um, good, um, he plays off Emily Blunt really well. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to get straight into it. Um, the first thing that I would say is what Sicario means. Um, and at the top, it tells you the word comes from the zealots of Jerusalem killers. Uh, yeah, the zealots of Jerusalem killers mm -hmm. who hunted the Romans uh, who invaded their homeland. Word. Um, and that's actually, that's legit. I looked it up. Um, in Mexico, it means hitman. Sicario means hitman. Mm -hmm. And in, uh, in I think in Italian, it's a direct translation means to kill for money. Really? I, or something like that. Yeah. Huh. I okay. just was looking up some random shit about it. I didn't write it down, but I was, thought, thought it was interesting. Before we really jump into it, Emily Blunt's really your, your main character. Yes. Uh, everything kind of focuses in, on on her. Uh, she actually did a study for this and met a real FBI agent uh, named Kate Mercer. So her Blunt's character is actually based off of a real person who's a real oh. FBI agent. Okay, I was just getting ready to say, wait, that's her name in the movie. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Or maybe she based the character Kate Mercer on a real FBI agent. But uh, yeah. she said, like the 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 FBI agent that she hung out with, she described her as like kind of sad and lonely. Uh, it, quiet and lonely. Uh, and yeah, and that's kind of... Yeah, she puts off a good vibe on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, she, uh, Emily Blunt's a really good actor. First thing that you're going to think as soon as you see the movie is, why don't the SWAT teams wear camouflage? 
or like the, the desert camouflage at least yeah because that like that solid black get up in the middle of the daytime in a yeah. desert is real obvious yeah yeah fbi swat team just yeah like you said right yeah. in the, but i guess it doesn't matter when you have a big swat team van and you back into someone's house <laughs> and just fling the fucking doors open and start is, shooting everybody on that, the inside is that standard protocol for swat teams like, I, I thought they just like busted down the door i didn't know they drove their vehicle through the i don't know like what if you hit like a retaining wall or a stud or you know and it, well a stud probably <laughs> wouldn't make not, a difference yeah. what if you cave the house in though what if it's a load-bearing wall not to like immediately critique the film because I love this film. It's one of my favorite films. Oh yeah, me too. But now that we're talking about it, the, they thought initially they thought there were hostages in this house that they're going to raid. So <laughs> right, <laughs> they just drove their vehicle through the fucking front door. Yeah, like, and no biggie, no biggie. Uh, yeah, so they're in Chandler, Arizona, and they believe that there are hostages in this house. That does not turn out to be the case. Right. Instead of being hostages in the house. There are more than 35 dead bodies stuffed in the walls. Yeah. No, uh, there were hostages, though, because there were like the guys in the shed outside and he sees somebody's banging on the there's like a trap door under the shed or whatever. It's got a padlock on it. And he's like, hey, I need some bolt cutters. And then it there were, explodes. Oh, was that where the hostages were? I Is think that so? Huh. I didn't know that that was implied because. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. maybe it was just like background chatter that I mistook for somebody being in the. Yeah, I thought they were just in the shed, like looking around, mm. and and then he found it, and he's like, "Hey, I need bolt cutters." And yeah, there's probably um, forty more dead bodies down here, yeah, right? So right off the bat, Emily Blunt, uh, Kate, she nearly gets her fucking head blown off. Yep, and that's how they find these dead bodies. Yeah, there's a, sh a shotgun hole in the in the drywall or whatever. Yeah, so they like like Danny said they. They lined the walls with dead bodies and then just put up um, drywall. God, that place has got to smell so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh. No one made You can tell they're all outside fucking throwing up, which uh, right. makes sense. Yeah. I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would just be in there like you've smelled a rotting thing before, right? Yeah. You would just know. You Like drywalling, you know, flex tape can't fix that. No. Uh, you would just be like, man, fucking smells like smell 50 it. corpses in here. <laughs> just throwing a number out. I wonder, but... <laughs> wonder where they're at. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, after, afterwards, yeah, the, like you were saying earlier, the sh the shed, they're, they're searching the, sh the shed, uh, local PD. Mm -hmm. And there's a bomb in there, and it goes off and fucking kills some people. <laughs> yeah, you get a really, uh, you get a really convincing, uh, like practical effect severed arm laying yeah, on the ground. And the, you know what I the mean? The cop crawling away with a huge gash in his head. Oh yeah, they're kind of doing the like the Saving Private Ryan bit. Oof. Uh, it worked out good though. I mean, it looked it looked fucking great. Yeah, and real quick, that was the whole first page of my notes. Just that. I do have five pages of it, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the whole first page. Okay. You have anything else to add on that opening sequence? Just, I mean, the the cast is really well picked for this. Like, very, yeah. I cannot stress that enough. That this is this is like the perfect combination. Yeah, it's a, absolutely. It's, really, it's super well cast. Yeah, that's why. Like I said, it's it's one of my favorite movies. In order to get Emily Blunt in with the rest of the cast, they take her to some play, like debriefing place or whatever. And she gets brought in the room with uh, it's like a like a boys club and uh, <laughs> yeah. ca casual Friday Josh Brolin, and they're like, hey, listen, you know, we if you 
want to help us catch the people that are really responsible for this, you have to like ask to join our team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Yeah. Ask us. Ask us if you can join the team. <laughs> ask us now. Do it. Yeah. And uh, what's it? Uh, Daniel. Uh, Kalu- Kaluuya. I-, I honestly don't know how to say his last name. Daniel. But- Daniel Kaluuya. They do not ask him. Well, and there's a funny line by Josh Brolin's character. His name is Matt in this. Um, he asks about Reggie and he learns that Reggie is a lawyer. He said, uh, I'm good. No lawyers on this train. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't need that shit. No, no, no. They, and they probably don't. So she agrees to join the team. She gets on a plane. She gets to meet Benicio Del Toro. His character's name is Alejandro, which Del Toro actually went through the script with Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Uh, went through the script with him and had him remove up to 90% of his lines. That's one of the things I just saw. Yeah. Yeah, He had him remove 90% of his lines to make him like more brooding because it would be weird if you just meet him and he's like, oh yeah, the cartels killed my family and they cut my daughter's, threw my daughter and cut my wife's head off and just told you fucking literally everything. uh, Right. Yeah. I wish I've met people like that. (laughs) Right. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh man, my divorce is getting messy. (laughs) You know what I mean? That, That kind of shit. Oh, okay. I'm going to go over here now. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. No, it's, I think it worked much better that they cut out so much of his dialogue. Oh, because. Yeah. It makes his, uh, his characters characters very poignant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So she thinks they're going to, uh, El Paso, which they do go to El Paso first. The sauce. To the sauce. The the salsa. Is that. Uh, to basically recruit a spec ops team. And then they go to fucking. Uh, Juarez. Yeah, Juarez. Uh, Juarez is a nasty fucking place, man. And you know they they give you like a big uh, a big opening uh, before they get there. And it, personally, I love to get out in nature. Uh, I love to go for a hike. I love uh, yeah. you know uh, f- uh, foraging for wild edibles and stuff. And I wildlife identification and plant identification. I love that stuff. But man, the desert looks like it really fucking sucks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they show you a lot of desert and you're like, that's a shitty place. That seems yeah. real not cool. I that don't want to be like there. There's no shade there. It looks hot as balls. <laughs> I'm uh, good. Yeah. Hard pass. All right. So Kate's character isn't really given a lot of information about what they're doing. Right. No, but she's doing a fun mission. It's going to be fun. There's lots of cop cars and stuff. And Benicio Del Toro tells Emily Blunt, welcome to Juarez. And there's just dead bodies strung upside down under an overpass. Oh, man. Yeah. When you see those, like, I think it's like four bodies. Like, one of them's missing a head. Mm -hmm. A couple of them missing limbs. And there was a... I don't remember what I read. If they they actually got in trouble or if somebody was just, like, uh, displeased about them making this movie. Because they're like, Juarez hasn't been like that since 2010. So five years prior, right. there were just dead bodies hanging under your overpasses. That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Sounds like a really, real shitty place to be. Yeah. Eventually, and eventually she learns that they're basically going to Juarez to apprehend a, a cartel lieutenant, uh, Man- or is it Manuel, or is that the brother? I, it's either Manuel or Guillermo. Right. I think it's I, Guillermo. I don't know. I don't know which one, but uh Yeah. They get him. And everything's good. Yeah. Until. Uh, yeah. So they're getting back to the uh, American, the U.S. border. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a clean lane for them to haul ass through so they can be back on American soil. And of course, that didn't happen. So now they're in a traffic jam, uh, which makes for a really fucking badass, I don't even know what you call it, like a tra- fucking traffic jam shootout. 
Yeah, it's uh, one of the best scenes in the movie. It was, it is, and it, they do such a good job of taking something that you've seen in other movies. It's certainly not the first shootout I've seen in cars. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Not even fucking close. But it is so incredibly tense. Oh, it's tense as fuck. The entire time you got one radio dude who's like, everybody stay frosty. Yeah, I was like, wait, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they've got this sweet, like, traffic jam standoff shootout thing. It's it's incredibly tense. It's really fucking good. And Emily Blunt, uh, Kate, almost almost gets her fucking head blown off for a second time. She does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She sees Policia, a Mexican uh, special forces. The Federales. Yeah. From behind, because she stays in the car. She's freaked the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And uh, she looks in the mirror and... Yeah, the dude almost fucking blows her head off. Yep. But she won she won ups him. So Yeah. She yes. gotta, she gotta watch her back. Quick fucking quick fucking dodge and Yeah, do- yep. Exactly. They they get where they're going and they've got Guillermo or whatever the other guy's name is. We're not sure who it is. I think, I th- I think it's Guillermo. Yeah, okay. So they got Guillermo. Emily Blunt isn't loving it. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not. She's like, this is fucking illegal. You were out of jurisdiction. You can't do this shit. You guys are just going in there and fucking murdering people. Yeah, she doesn't realize what she signed up for. Right. Well, you know, and Prolin talks about this several times. They allude to it several times. He is just, he just wants to walk in there and fucking kick the nest. Yeah, yeah. He says um, at the beginning of the film, something like, something about dramatically overreacting or something like, do you remember that? He's like, or she's like, what's our mission? Oh, to, to dramatically, dramatically over- overreact. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just, I love that line. Yeah. He says it several times. He's like, you know, just uh, if you catch them moving their money or they're, all their guys are dead, so they got to travel, they got to go home and they got to do whatever. That's when they slip up and that's when they fucking make mistakes. Yeah. So you have to just irritate them into making a mistake is, is pretty much his goal. Yeah. So they just kind of go in there and fuck shit up and then roll out. So they get Guillermo and... um Josh Brolin's trying to talk to him, and he's like, no, uh, blowing glaze. <laughs> so, Brolin's like, oh, you don't speak English. It's very convenient. <laughs> I was like, well, I got a, I got a guy that's going to come in here and talk to you, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll talk to him. And it's Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. And uh, Benicio just comes in. He takes, like, a five-gallon water jug. So, I think it's implied he's going to waterboard the shit. Yeah, he's going to yeah. waterboard the shit out of that guy. Which is incredibly illegal, right? Yeah. So, when he walks in the room, though, he sets down the water jug. And you don't see Del Toro's face, but he like... It's like this is a big power move. I guess, I guess it's the biggest power move when you just walk up to a man <laughs> and put your dick right in his face. Parts the guy's yeah. legs and then just fucking... Puts his balls on the guy's shoulder. <laughs> like, if the guy doesn't avert his face, he's just going to have a, like Benicio's dick touch in his face. Well, I mean, you know, the, the through his pants, clearly. He's right. still, still got his pants still on. Because <laughs> he's classy. It'd be a different movie if he yeah. didn't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's called Sucario. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now we're getting started. Oh, yeah, man. That's just a, a, a lovely Latin fellatio uh, <laughs> film with some killing in it. So after the interrogation, you know, they get some good information outside Kate. Oh, hey, yo. Sorry, uh, you, you brought me this, uh, this lovely... Um, 
peach uh, sour. This it's, lovely peach sour beer. Boy, it's super fucking sour. It's really good. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Pie Felicia. Pie Felicia. It's yeah. good stuff. Check it out if you're in the uh, St. Louis Brewery. Yeah, check. Uh, shout out to Modern Brewery in yeah. St. Louis. Modern Brewery in St. Louis. Uh, this is a, a fine sour. Just whew, man. I don't think it's what it's what you were expecting. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And I love a sour too. Yeah, good stuff. They mm. make a lot of good beer. Anywho, so uh, outside after the interrogation, a soldier basically shows Kate. You know, he takes her up on the roof and shows her. What they just start? What they just start up? Right? Oh yeah, it's like look out there, and there's just fucking gunshots all over the city, a, fucking explosions, explosions and yeah. shit. She's like, oh my god. Like, he's like, this is what this is what happens when you cut the head off of a chicken, you know? Or, or, yeah, it just runs or it doesn't know. Like all the cops are in a totally different neighborhood, <laughs> right? Like the cops are just on the other side of the city, and there's fucking explosions and gunshots and all over the place, and they're just driving around in circles in a neighborhood where nothing's going on. <laughs> yeah. After the interrogation scene, that scene. They head to Tucson, mm-hmm. uh, two-hour drive. Is this where they bust the bank lady? Is no, that's, that's a little bit later. Okay. They head to Tucson because the information that they got from the interrogation leads them to this tunnel, but they need to talk to border crossers to find out a little bit more information about its specific location. Right, 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 right. So that's why they head to Tucson. They talk to big groups of you know illegal immigrants to get more information, basically. Uh, right. And they're like, hey, you like it here? Want to stay? <laughs> you tell me where that tunnel's that big guy. Exactly. <laughs> Sicario. Suc- <laughs> Scene two. Show me where the tunnel is. Oh, <laughs> God yeah, damn getting it. in that tunnel. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh Daniel. Oh, fuck, I'm going to come. <laughs> uh yeah, so they, they talk to some illegals or, or uh, yeah, illegal immigrants, and uh, they're like, okay, we, we pretty much got a beat on the tunnel. And then it's the, the bank lady, right? Yes, so they plan to uh, fuck with Diaz's wallet, as, oh, right. Matt, as Matt says, mm-hmm. which will further lead to chaos. Yeah. They're looking to basically force Diaz back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. What do they call the... um? What do they call the lady at the bank? They call her a... a smurf. A smurf, yeah. Just blonde so, lady, white handbag. She's going to make the deposit or the withdrawal or whatever it is. So she deposits $9,000 daily. Mm-hmm. And I think anything over $10,000 can be traced. Right. So they do, they're do. they very smart about it. It even shows the amount of money that's in their account, it's, which I think is like $17 million. Yeah, that's a ridiculous amount of money. Not as much money as this movie made, but it's a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, the Smurf. I thought that was interesting. I was like, what? Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. So they they catch this lady. They fucking pretty much knock her on the ground and cuff her and just take her shit. Uh, They freeze all the accounts. um, And then Emily Blunt's like, let's go in and and fucking freeze them all and do this and talk to the bank manager and blah, 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 blah. Get a real case built. That's what she wants to do. She wants to do everything by the book. Yeah. And Brolin's like, don't go in the bank. Don't Don't go in the bank. bank. Don't go in the bank. And naturally, she goes in the bank. (laughs) And he's like, no, she's (sighs) she's going to the fucking bank. (laughs) Going in the fucking bank. You know, she gets in there. She It's because she doesn't get the bigger picture. No, not at all. That... They're not there to build a case and put the fucking guy in jail. That's not what they're there to do, because then they'll just be another guy that does the same thing. Yeah. So they're trying to systematically take the whole thing down, which we'll get there. <laughs> uh, it's pretty badass. It is. But um, yeah, so she goes in the bank and she's not paying attention. She's kind of doing her own thing and she's she's pissing Brolin off, but not enough to 
for him to do anything dramatic. Um, so Emily Blunt and uh, her her partner they go they're going to a bar. They're having some good jabs at each other. Yeah, they're blowing off steam. The the bar looks familiar. I wonder what of the movies it's in. I I forgot to look it up, but uh, oh, I think that bar's in Potosi. Is it? <laughs> bah- Bahama Jobs? <laughs> Suck Cario. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we get to see uh, we get to see our boy John Bernthal for the first time. Oh yeah, and what's he doing? He's dressing up like a cowboy. <laughs> He's dressing like I buy you fellers, uh, buy you guys around. <laughs> I'm gonna head back to that bar and I'm gonna buy y'all around. You like that? That'd be all right. <laughs> Sit right with you. <laughs> Long story short, Emily Blunt hooks up with John Bernthal. Right. They're they're getting hot and heavy, and he's taking all the shit out of his pockets. He throws the shit on the coffee table, and she glances it, and he's got. One of the like bands, it, all the money that they confiscated from the Smurf at the bank. Yep, they all had a very distinct uh, like uh, rubber band. Uh, it's just like a the bracelets that people wear. Yeah, little you know. rubber bracelets like yeah. uh, breast cancer awareness or, right. or what have you. Right, uh, and he's got one in his pocket. Yep. So it's, she fucking flips out. Yeah. <laughs> she gets off of him, grabs his fucking gun, and uh, they. You know, there's a there's a scuffle there, and he's gonna kill her. Yeah, he's, he's crying, and he's like, "You did this, you did this," he's, as he's choking he's the life choking out her of her. Out, yeah, but luckily, um, her her pal Ale, Alejandro. Ale, Ale, Alejandro, is that a song? That's a song, isn't it? Yeah, Alejandro. He um he's following her essentially the whole time. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. Woo, woo. Um, and he stops. <laughs> yeah, he just like casually strolls in. Like, I know, right? Like, she's not even a big thing. He's just like, he's like, she'll live long enough for me to act like a smooth badass. It's, she's getting choked to death. Yeah, he's so calm and collective about mm-hmm. everything. Yep. And he finally saves her. Um, and they interrogate. I think his name's Ted in this. John Bernthal. Oh, okay, man, Ted. That's a Benicio, good <laughs> Benicio del Toro is one of the smoothest motherfuckers. Oh, dude. In the have you ever seen The Hunt? Yes. Or The Hunted? It's The uh, Hunted. Yeah, it's The Hunted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with uh, uh, him and... Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones of Ad Astra fame. <laughs> Where he's trying to trying to beat some alien cheeks. <laughs> Gotta beat them cheeks. Woo! Sicario 2. Neptune. <laughs> Featuring... Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. And big blue titties. <laughs> Probably. So they're interrogating the dog shit out of uh, Ted. Yeah. Great name, by the way. Right. For a cowboy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ted the cowboy. Ah, honey, you're just going to rustle up some ponies. Some call me Ted. Ted. <laughs> okay, no, no. If there's any cowboys out there listening that are named Ted, I'm sorry if that's offensive. Uh, it doesn't just seem like a very cowboy name. Josh Brolin, when you cut to the, not Josh Brolin, uh, excuse me, John Bernthal, when you cut to the, like where they're interrogating him just in a cop car. Yeah. He has the dog shit beat out of oh, him. Oh, yeah. He's fucking covered in blood. Alejandro fucks him up. Yeah. And just like, almost mentally too, like there at the end, he's like, he fucking sticks his finger in his ear. <laughs> Think about that. So they're trying to get information out of him and he's not talking. So Benicio del Toro Alejandro grabs him by the ear and like acts like he's gonna rip his fucking ear off. <laughs> which I've always thought to myself, that can't be that hard. To tear a man's ear off. Man, that just fucking that just made me cringe. Yeah. Make your butthole pucker up a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, getting your ear ripped off. Oof. He talks a little bit and then he starts refusing to talk. So Benicio del Toro sticks his finger in his ear. 
and it's like pushing it. Oh, I guess he's man. trying like, to like push his finger into his brain or something because <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks like he's getting hot pokers shoved in the end of his fingers. You know what I mean? He's like, ah, he's not having a good time. So he's like, I'll tell him that he turns to Benicio del Toro. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Just cusses him out. Because he's getting like a, I don't know, like a bloody wet willy or whatever. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty comical. Like, I feel like the, this was probably a really fun role for uh, Barnthal. For Barnthal because he's not in it for a while. You know, he's in it for what? 10, ten minutes. minutes? Yeah, maybe. He doesn't He doesn't have to do a whole lot. Still a good performance by him. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it was probably really fun to just to get to work with uh, Benicio. Benicio? Benicio. 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 And Josh Brolin. Yeah. So what do they get from John Bernthal? Do you remember? <laughs> Whatever they were wanting. <laughs> Whatever they need, baby. Yeah. It was pretty much like like who paid you and how much did they pay you and, and how did they pay you and who approached you. Like that kind of that kind of shit. Yeah. Because he works for the cartel. Right. I don't think we said that. But yeah. But he... It's implied. Yeah. So, I mean, after that, they uh, they, they get whatever they want out of out of uh, Bernthal and the, or Ted. <laughs> Ted. Ted. Tim. Tim's kind of a cowboy name. Not Ted, though. Yeah. They should have went with Tim. Yeah. Went with Tim. Should have been a cowboy. Boy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my six shoes. That's a that's a story for a different day. Uh, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Just sing the whole fucking song, dude. Just like Gene and Roy singing those campfire songs. Who oh, should have been a cowboy? Uh, <laughs> It's the only country song we both know in, in, in tandem. Oh, that's not true. No, that's not even close to true. Uh, we live in rural Missouri. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see here. So after that, they're gonna go. They're gonna go. They're gonna go breach the tunnel, Sicario Two, <laughs> tunnel of love. They're going to. They're going to get in the tunnel, and they've got like fucking night vision goggles and like the the heat infrared. The, the way that that's shot, I really fucking like that scene. I thought it looked great. And they didn't do that in post. That's actually, they shot it at Thermal Vision with a FLR SC8300 camera. Hmm. So that wasn't an effect. They actually shot it with a thermal camera. Oh, dude, that's so badass. I, that is I pretty badass. That. Yeah. So that, that wasn't edited in post at all. They just got that camera to do it. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Because okay. that scene looks amazing. And it does. So there are a couple things that I want to point out here. Okay. So we have the spec ops team. They're gearing up. Stands for special operations. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. I knew that. <laughs> no big deal. Behind them gearing up is just an amazing sunset. Yeah. And yeah. The um, <laughs> I wrote something about that, too. Oh, yeah. When they're all walking in, there's like this. They're all silhouettes on that on that fucking sunset scene. So, yeah. So basically you see the sunset. As they're gearing up and then they continue, they start walking and they basically disappear into the landscape, right? Mm -hmm. Below the, below the sunset. And I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. Just a great shot. Yeah. It fucking is really, really, somebody's like, oh, look, you know, where they're doing it on the day. You're like, check out that sunset. Let's just, hey, put the cameras over here. You guys walk that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they did that in post. I think that was just like a, oh shit. Going, right. Going yeah, dark. Going <laughs> Going then, dark. Everybody uh, stay frosty. That's <laughs> stay frosty. That same sequence, uh, one of my favorite 
shots in the whole film. One of the soldiers is heading into the tunnel and he's got his knife drawn. Yeah, because it's all close quarters. Yeah, Hell yeah. Dude. He's got like, his knife drawn and you can see the, the sun's went down by now, mm-hmm. but you can still see this dark shade of blue oh, yeah. behind him. Uh-huh. And all you see is the knife in his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fucking gangster looking. And oh. he's that smart man, like tactically speaking. For yeah. close quarters like that, yeah, he's got his, he's got his fucking machine gun or whatever, like hipped, yeah, and he's got his fucking he's knife got his fucking out. Knife. Just like, that just dude's fucking... a, that dude's a bad. He's the the bald head guy, or he's not completely bald. He's like got the cul de sac going on, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a fucking badass because he tells uh, Kate and uh, Reggie mm-hmm. before they go down, "Don't shoot my fucking team." You know, stay in the yeah. back. It's, safety's on. Like <laughs> that dude is fucking. Don't shoot my fucking team. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that, that whole bit was fucking great. Yeah. Emily Blunt takes a wrong turn in the tunnel. Yeah. And catches, uh, Benicio del Toro. He's, he's like hijacking this guy. He's like making him drive. So, yeah. So this guy, he actually has a side story throughout the film. Right. It's not. He's just a dirty cop, right? Yeah. He's just a dirty cop. It's not crazy important, but it does line up. Right. At the end of the film. Alejandro. Comes across the dirty cop. Ew. Ew. Take a shower. <laughs> Just right across him. <laughs> Just slinging ropes. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is not a porn, I promise. Uh, so, yeah, he basically forces this cop to, yeah, he take forces him to, him to drive. He, he, t- take him to El Jefe. Tell him, yep, take him to the El Jefe. Yep. And he sees some other guy that's important. He's like, pull him over. Well, this is, so this is Manuel. Ah, gotcha. So this is who they're going after. Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yes. From whatever musical that is that's really popular? (laughs) All I remember is his name because it's a weird name. Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's exactly who it is. Yeah. Okay. So they've basically forced Manuel to go back to Mexico, Mexico, revealing his boss's location. Yep. With uh, Benicio riding in the back seat. Yep. Keeping a gun trained on the back of his dome. Yeah. Um, and they, they pull Manuel over. Benicio fucking kills old boy. Dude, uh, I guess Silvio, he, I believe, was, was I guess his he, name. like, shoots the guy as he's pulling in and, like, ducks and rolls out of the back seat or something. Cause the oh, at the guards, mansion? The guards oh, come up this, and they're like, yeah. hey, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. So when while he's, while he's forcing Manuel to drive up to the mansion, mm-hmm. yeah, he slices his throat. Oh, yeah, so he's bleeding. Yeah, that's so he's bleeding out, but the car is still mm-hmm. inching forward. Rolling in. And they're like, uh, bro, <laughs> What's bro? Up with this car? Oh, hey, it's got that dude in it that we know, and he's dead. <laughs> he's and fucking then dead. Benicio del Toro. Okay, okay, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Bop, bop, bop. Oh, man, he's a badass. He's so gangster, man. So he gets where he's going. He gets to El Jefe's house. He's at the He's at the dinner table. With his wife and his two kids. Yeah. And he just kind of comes in and sits down at the dinner table. You know, just like he's got his pistol he's, and silencer. Yeah, he's got a silencer. And out. he is smooth as fuck. He's, yeah, he's so fucking smooth. Because, I mean, he takes out all the guards. And he and he is listening to one of the members from the spec ops team. And they're telling mm-hmm. him, you know, how many people are in the house. And he realizes that... It's just them. It's just them and the maid. Right. he sees the maid. Yeah. So he like, he sees the maid and he just like, kind of like looks at her like, don't fucking be just stupid. Just get out of here. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just fucking leave. Yeah. Maybe take some money on your way out. I would. <laughs> right, yeah. Take something. Like. She, she'll like take one of those pillars in the foyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking this dude's house is beyond immaculate. Yeah. So he sits down 
And he, he urges them, no, no, finish your dinner. Oh, no, please, please. finish your meal. <laughs> While I'm and pointing like, this gun at you. Yeah, and old, old Jefe, he's like, he tells the kids, he's like, eat. You know, and the kids are like, just barely, just like, get like one, the tiniest little, one grain of rice on their fork. He's like, oh, God. The, the tiniest bad. little piece of chicken. Yeah, and uh, old El Jefe is trying to talk him out of it. He's like, listen, man, he's like, you know, we killed your wife. It, it wasn't personal. And then he's like, what's well, weird? It was... It was, it was personal. For me. It was personal for me. Yeah, uh, I only you know cut my wife's head off and threw my daughter in a vat of acid. It was pretty personal. God pretty damn, personal man. stuff. So then, ice cold in like a split second. Yeah, pop pop pop. He kills, kills the, the wife, wife first and both of the kids, and then both of the kids. Yeah, and then El Jefe still sitting there. He's like, "No, finish your dinner. We got time." <laughs> And he's like just standing there looking at him like you just wants to let it soak in for a second that yeah. I just have taken that everything from just you t- and yeah. you're about to die. Yeah. And then he doesn't let him finish his dinner, which I thought was weird because he's like, no, 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 go ahead. Finish your meal. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, and then he doesn't let him finish his meal. He just, <laughs> he just kills him. Probably gets a little excited. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, this is something that he's working worked towards probably for a while, though. And then, you know, you can tell it's a couple of days later. Alejandro comes and kind of makes like an apologetic gesture to Emily Blunt because when she interrupted him kidnapping that guy, he shot her. Yeah. But she had a flak jacket on, so. She was fine. She's fine. Yeah. He just, just got the. He pops her and he's like, don't you ever point a gun at me again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's, he tells her previously in the movie, oh, you remind me of my daughter or, you know, what what have you. He, he just likes her. Yeah. Uh, he wants her to sign a paper saying that everything that they did was perfectly legal and on the up and up. And uh, she's like, no. And then he really insists by telling her that it's suicide if you don't sign it because I am in your house. I will murder you. Yeah. And sign the fucking paper. He forces a gun upon her neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> did she actually sign it or not? She did. Okay. I was like, I was taking notes uh, feverishly. Yeah. So she signs it and she like, he's leaving. You won't. He's like, you're not. You're not cut out for this shit. You're not. Yeah. A, you're not a wolf or whatever. He, he tells her, you know, essentially to just leave. Yeah. He says, you will not survive here. Uh, this is a land of wolves. Yeah, and you're not a wolf. And you're not a wolf. He's leaving. He walks out. She runs out on the balcony and like points a gun at him. And he just turns around like broadside and stares at her. And he's like, you're not gonna fucking do it. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> do he it. He could have killed her a ton of times. So many times. And then uh, the, the movie kind of wraps up. You get a, a nice little scene at the end there where there's a bunch of kids playing soccer. It's the the wife and the son of the dirty cop. That's who that is. Right. Yeah. And they like, they're the, like, there's a gunshot not too far away and they all kind of stop for a second. And then they go right back to playing soccer. And that's, yeah. you know, you get your, you get your roll credits because Juarez is still a shithole, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it is present day or not. Um, from 2000, 2015. 2015. I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay, so I just typed, is Juarez, uh, my Google results are, is Juarez safe? Is Juarez dangerous? Is Juarez Mexico dangerous? Is Juarez Mexico safe? <laughs> so we're just going to see here. Uh, massive purges of corrupt officials took place as well as a direct and decisive actions by the federal government to catch and imprison high-level criminals by bringing the Mexican army into the city. Juarez is safe. It is safer than many U.S. cities, especially for tourists. Really? That's fucking awesome. Wow. That's awesome, because in 2010, they had dead bodies hanging under the overpasses. That's kind of shit. Yeah. So that's great. I guess a lot can change in 10 years. I, yeah, I, I would assume I mean, not so. not here. 
No, 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 not here. There's actually a sign on the road that I live on that says caution horse drawn vehicles. So we're moving at a much slower pace in this uh, in this area of the Midwest. This was a, a fucking great movie. Yeah. I originally had never seen it. I, I get a little burnout on the like military shoot 'em up stuff. Yeah. Uh, I was real heavy into it for a while. And then just the whole genre, I felt like, you know, you'd seen five or six of them. You've seen them all. There were a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The, marketed, the market was um, flooded. It was like when everybody got tired of disaster movies, you yeah. know, like your, your, your twisters, your Armageddon's, your, your. Uh, day after tomorrow. Day or after. Day after. Next day after Tuesday. The next Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, then it was like, okay, well, let's do military like spec ops, uh, which stands for special operations. Special operations. Uh, let's do some spec ops fucking movies. Give me a, give me a Tom Clancy, a Rainbow Six. <laughs> Stay frosty. Um, <laughs> Stay frosty. Just a whole bunch of that. Like Frosty the Snowman going dark. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. You got one top left. <laughs> Can't, I don't know how to make a silencer. Yeah, I don't know. That's pew, pew. <laughs> the classic. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I mean, uh, I thought this whole movie is just it's so beautifully shot. Oh, God. So and good. kind of haunting at the same time. Yeah. And the music. Uh, I think I made a note about that. I just didn't mention it. The music is very. The score is on point. Yeah. It's very tense. A little unsettling. And there's there's not a whole lot to it, but what we do here, it just it fits the movie so well. Yeah. It's really fucking tense in all the right spots. And it's still got a little bit of a humor to it. Cause you've got like Josh Brolin wearing his flip flops, just being like He's so casual, man. Yeah, he sure is. He's like he's watching Benicio del Toro torture a man <laughs> just wearing like fucking cargo <laughs> shorts, you know what I mean? Yeah. It like looks like, you know, your dad going to mow the grass or whatever. Um <laughs> I, I have to give a shout out to the cinematographer, Roger Deakins, and some of the other work that he's done, Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. Skyfall, which I haven't seen. I hear it's good. I haven't seen Skyfall. Uh, Fargo. I, just the personal opinion out there. I Skyfall, is that 007? Yeah. Uh, I hate Daniel Craig as James Bond. I like Daniel Craig and yeah. I like James Bond. I don't like Daniel Craig as James Bond because I can tell that he's sick of doing it. Oh, for sure. He's so done he's with it, it, man. Yeah. He's so done with it. Well, the next one that he's in is his last one, and his contract's up. Right. So I think he's really excited to not be James Bond anymore. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. The tightest suits. <laughs> That's the look. I guess, because they have... Um, you remember they, when suits weren't tight, when they were incredibly loose? Yeah. And it was just... Well, for Daniel, a little fun fact for you about the... the I don't know which movie it is, one of the recent James Bond movies, Daniel Craig... All the suits that he wears in that movie, they have two suits. One of them are, is for scenes when he is standing. Really? And then they have another one for if he has to, like, sit or run or crouch crouch or anything because it's so tight that he'll rip the shit out of it. That is amazing. Isn't that fucking sound like such a pain in the ass? The wardrobe. Oh, my God. That sounds <laughs> like a nightmare uh, to have to do that professionally be like, oh. <laughs> hey, can you put on this suit now? Hey, now can you put on this suit? Okay, well, I don't know if you're going to stand up, but we got to put the stand-up suit on. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a lot tighter. Please don't breathe. <laughs> you're laying down. Can you're you gonna, stand you're up? You're going to tear it. It's Armani. Could you not? <laughs> Could you not? Yeah, no, that... Um, I, I fucking really like this movie, though. I like, I like it a lot. 
Uh, as far as action, uh, like action, what did I say it was? Action thrillers go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be like my top five all time favorite action thrillers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably so. Nice. Yeah. I fuck, like I said earlier, I love this movie. It's one of my all time favorite films. I personally give this movie 10 thumbs. You're going 10, huh? 10 thumbs. Very nice. I'm going to go five, uh, not five. Oh, I was like, sorry. What? I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. I'm going to go nine thumbs Okay, because I do have, I, I got like, you know, I got a problem with that very first opening scene, but I can't find a problem with the rest of this movie. It's shot great. It's not overly gory. It leaves just enough to the imagination. It shows instead of tells. It tells you when it has to. Yeah. There is no, there's not unnecessary shit in the movie. No, and there's like so. nice, nice little moments where Emily Blunt and uh, Daniel Kaluuya uh, when they're at the bar, they're kind of razzing each other. He's like, God, your eyebrows look fucking disgusting. Yeah. Pluck, pluck those fucking things. They look like two caterpillars <laughs> on your face. You smell like shit. When's the last time you took a shower? He's just fucking beating her up. Yeah. He's like, girl. You need a new bra. You, you need a new bra. You need a new bra. You got to do something with them titties. You fucking look like shit. Uh, he's just giving her a hard time, you know, because so she, she looks sad and well, and kind of gross. Well, she goes through a lot of fucking shit in this movie, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think a little bit is... She's constantly conflicted because what she's doing now goes against everything that she learned her entire career as far as yeah. how the American justice system works. Right. Exactly. Which, again, this is a work of fiction, so you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. God, it's a really fucking good movie. It's a good... It's a really... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, um, really, you know, if, I'm going to go 9-5. Nine, 9-5? Nine, I'm going to go nine nine and a half thumbs. Cool. I just... I like Benicio Del Toro in anything. This is one of my favorite films with Josh Brolin in it. Yeah. Uh, he's... Endlessly entertaining. And he's equally as entertaining in the sequel. And he's, uh, I don't know, he's got that good comedic. I thought you were going to say dick. He's got the good D, too. He's got that good dick. (laughs) Sicario 5. Sicario 5. Oh, Sicario, sorry. Sicario 5. So, anyways, uh, if you're listening, fucking watch this movie. Uh, There's some stuff we didn't cover, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, if you listen to all this and you feel like you don't need to watch the movie, you can still watch it. It's fucking really entertaining. Yeah. It, the whole movie is worth watching for like the, the thermal vision scene, in my opinion. Yeah. But you watch the That's, whole movie for that scene because it is fucking, it looks so cool. Like you're immediately on the edge of your seat. It feels like there's stakes. Even yeah. though you're just watching a movie and you know that all the main characters survive. I had already seen this movie, but I caught myself like on the edge of my seat, like eyes oh, wide open, just what's going to happen? Bated breath, waiting for it to waiting for shit to go down. Yeah, um, just a really fun movie. Benicio del Toro's Ice Cold. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. As for liking it a lot, probably about all the liking it a lot I'm going to be doing this evening. As we move to something that's probably going to suck, we're heading into into bad country. The uh, <laughs> What's the movie we're watching? Uh, this Means War, I think. This Means War. I don't have any information about it in front of me. It looks fucking awful, though. Yeah, I watched the trailer earlier, and it got no reaction from me. Great. So. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll get a little information yeah. for the top, and we'll... Uh, we're going to have some drinks. Yeah. We're going to probably have a lot of drinks, because... Yeah, I think I think I am. I think I'm probably about that time. Yeah. I think I'm ready to tie This seems like I... one of those films that's going to be really fun to make fun of, though. Yeah, which I'm down for. Who's in it? It's got... Uh, that's the thing. It, it's got it fucking... Uh, uh, Chris uh, Pine? Yeah, Chris Pine, yeah. And um, 
Guy McFace, yeah. <laughs> Easy, uh, you know Guy McFace from, <laughs> from many things as Sakario 7. Uh, Tom Hardy, Chris Pine, Reese Witherspoon. Those are the, the top builds. It's also got Chelsea Handler, Till Schweiger, uh, Abigail Spencer, and Angela Bassett. Uh, this is a 2012 action comedy. And believe me, it looks like a fucking hilarious attempt at a comedy. Um... <laughs> It's got a 26 on Rotten Tomatoes, 31 on Metacritic, and a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Holy shit, it made a lot of money in the box office. Yeah, it did. I, w- I was looking at that. We'll come back. It's because it's got Tom Hardy and Chris Pine and Reese Witherspoon. Which, by the way, I've never been crazy about Reese, w- Reese Witherspoon. I can't stand Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she's uh, she's not a terrible actress. I just, I don't know. She I seems, think she is. She seems, <laughs> she seems real smug. Yeah. And maybe she's not. Maybe she's a very humble person. Or maybe it's just the movies that I've seen her in. Maybe she's a phenomenal actor and she's supposed to not be likable. Uh, but I don't, I don't really care for her. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go watch this piece of shit and have a couple of drinks. And we'll come back and, and talk to you here in a few minutes. Here's a word from our sponsors. Did you know that there are ties to aluminum and Alzheimer's? That's right. Aluminum entering the bloodstream may have a significant impact on early onset Alzheimer's. Are there significant studies in regards to deodorants that use aluminum? No, but there is one deodorant and antiperspirant out there that goes the extra mile for you. Old Blue. Old Blue uses 14 times the amount of aluminum other companies do. Is it toxic? Maybe, maybe not. Wow, Travis, you smell really good today. Is that a new cologne? No, it's just my new deodorant. Really? I should get some for my husband. What's it called? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's called... um. Uh, it's called, um, hi, I'm Travis. Bills piling up, stressing you out, embarrassing moments, keeping you awake at night. Want to forget that awkward fart in that boardroom meeting? Don't we all? I used to stress out about things I'd said and done in the past, but now I don't deodorize to smell nice. I deodorize to forget. Smelling nice is just a bonus. Old Blue. Deodorize to forget. Now in five great scents, or is it four? Is it uh, there five? I, they, pretty, I'm fairly certain there's five. Check out Old Blue Aluminum Deodorant and Antiperspirant.com and enter code two movies to get um uh it it, it does something. I it, it escapes me. So we just got done watching uh, This Means War, which is a 2012 action comedy. And for being from 2012, it is the most 90s thing I've seen in a long time. (laughs) And I just watched Shooting Gallery. This is about uh, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy. They're CIA agents, and they both meet Reese Witherspoon, and they are smitten. Well, they're they're best friends, you yeah, know. They're BFFs. I thought they were brothers at first. I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. Thought I they mean, were a couple after the first uh, the first couple of scenes. Yeah, but Tom Hardy has. I guess that's his actual voice. In it. In it. In it. Governor. Governor. Listen, mate. Got a whole lot of you're driving on the wrong side <laughs> of the road. In it. Uh, yeah, so you got two guys in the CIA. They both are falling for Reith, Reese, 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 Reese Witherspoon, Reese, <laughs> Reese w- Wrinklespoon. <laughs> it, it's not good. Uh, I had fun. This movie? Uh, I had fun watching it though. It's a, you ever seen a movie where it's like two guys and they meet a girl and they're like, "No, I want to date her. No, I'm gonna date her." 
Yeah, care I've to seen make a, 12 of those movies. <laughs> care to make a wager? It's that. It's that with, like, a little bit of guns. Yeah. And... All right. And uh, that's going to be it for us. Special <laughs> thanks to... <laughs> that bit, yeah, we could end it here. I, uh, we, we watched, like, 10 minutes of this movie, and we're like, okay, so this whole movie is going to wind up blah, 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 blah. We got a lot of it right. Nailed it. Yeah, like we didn't, 90%. Yeah. We yeah. were off on the ending. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I thought she was going to go with Tom Hardy, because he's broken-hearted dad with his ex-wife. Okay. But he just gets back together with his ex-wife. All right, I guess we're done. <laughs> that's, that's the show. I just want to say, first and foremost, about this movie, it's really fucking creepy. It is, it is pretty creepy. The whole movie is... Almost a little date rapey. Pretty good. Can you give me an example? They basically use the CIA to creep on oh, her, yeah. her the whole movie. Yeah, they do everything but get a little a little tiny drone to come sniff her panties. The, it's fucking creepy. Yeah, they like, break they break into her house and shit and it's They break into her house, both of them, to find I, I don't know why did they break do you remember why they broke into her house? Uh just trying to know her or like like figure yeah. her, figure her out, I guess. Yeah, instead of learn you know, things about her, talking to her like a person, like a know, human you being. Just go, hey, what kind of stuff do you like? Uh, fuck that! I'm gonna go find out. I'm my, gonna for bug myself. your house. We'll put some cameras in there. We'll get a little drone action going on. I tell you, there is one thing I liked about this movie was the pacing because it didn't take very long to watch. Because it didn't take very long to watch. Exactly. <laughs> it was like um, I sat down to take a bunch of notes about the movie. And I mean, it, you press play and this movie is fucking off to the races. Like it's, it's for you to sit down and watch it. It It's, it's go, 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 go. There's not, I, there's not dead space. There's not, it's just, it's paced really, really fast, which is good because it's not interesting or original. I think, I think it has to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make yeah. it a, a film. There were some, some funny bits and a couple of funny lines in there it. There were the, a few funny bits. The comedy wasn't terrible. Chelsea Handler is like a also an alcoholic in it. I did uh, not like Chelsea Handler in this. I'm not a huge Chelsea Handler fan. Um like I think she I think she's a funny person. Like sometimes I think she's funny. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's kind of hit or miss for me. But in this film, I don't think she's a great actress. Much like that song. <laughs> If someone can find out how many times that song appears in movies, in movies, it's in it's in a ton of them. I wish I wrote that song. I know it's in Horrible Bosses, and it's placed better in Horrible Bosses than it is in this for sure. Yeah, uh, I actually like Horrible Bosses. I thought it was a pretty That's funny a movie. Yeah, you want to talk about that instead of this? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to go watch Horrible Bosses? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, gonna... so another thing that, I, going back to the creepiness of this film, well, I mean, just again, like, Chris Pine uses the CIA database to find Lauren, mm -hmm. like, to find her information. He also, for he he essentially forces a date on her. Yeah. Like, the first date. Well, he, yeah. He forces her to, like, go on a date. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, he does. And then he kind of verbally assaults her, and then so she can make her ex-boyfriend jealous, who happens to be walking down the street... They, she runs into her ex boyfriend a lot. Yeah, because they're in Los they're Angeles. In Los Angeles. That's a. a big... I mean, look, I'm not positive <laughs> because I live in the Midwest in Missouri, a very small town. 
If I were to go to the gas station and bump into someone I know, he'd be like, oh, whoa, what do you, I guess they'll let anybody in here. <laughs> uh, but it still would be like, oh, uh, get home and be like, oh, guess who I ran into, blah, blah, blah. In Los Angeles, you're not fucking running into anybody in Los Angeles. Although no, uh, I mean, we did go on vacation to Gatlinburg and ran into uh, a, a person we went to high school with, which was real weird. I think you told me about this. Yeah. So you've got Reese Witherspoon. She's got her. She's a she's a busy, a busy, hard nosed lady yeah. who just doesn't have time for a man in her busy corporate uh, job where she does product reviews. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's her job is she just reviews products. Um, she tests them. Yeah. And then she like tests them, them yeah. to see which one's better, you know, take a, a like a blowtorch to a bunch of frying pans kind of shit. She does that. She's friends with Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler's like, girl, you got to get you a man. So she does an online dating profile. That's how she meets Tom Hardy because Tom Hardy's looking for the one. He's a he's a softie. And then you've got Chris Pine who has the, the bluest eyes and he is just a he's just a playboy. He's you a know? womanizer. Yeah. Yeah. He's a womanizer. Yeah. Chris Pine bumps into her after she goes on a date with Tom Hardy and they kind of flirt and he forces her into a date, which is where we were just at. Yeah. They both find out that they're interested in the same girl. And uh, then the games are on. It's an hour of like kind of creepy, rapey surveillance sort of stuff. Yep. And then about 15 minutes of action at the end. Like, I don't understand why it's an action movie. Because they're in the CIA. And Danny, CIA best friends do this kind of shit all the time. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a spe- Is it a, like a spec ops, like a special operation? Special operate. <clears throat> <clears throat> How you like me now? How you like me now? <laughs> if you weren't uh, aware, spec ops means special operations. Mm. A little bit of lingo for the... Well, uneducated there. Yeah, because if you don't know, now you know, friend. Friendo. You've seen a dozen movies like this already. It's, it's nothing special. It's the same movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure Reese Witherspoon stars in four of these. <laughs> That's the same thing. It's like two guys are, oh, man, okay, oh, going to get that girl. Not before I do. <laughs> She's going to fall in love with me because I'm super smooth. But we're best friends. And yeah, and then they're not best then friends. We're, then we're not going to be best friends. Then they have a fight, and then there's danger. But we sh- and now they're still best friends we're again. Be best friends again because they're spies and they really got each other's back. You know, uh, if I would have taken a bunch of notes about this, I'm not sure I would have much more to say about it. Oh, I did spot Derek Waters. <laughs> you 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 don't even get to see Derek Waters' face in this. I gotta tell you how how impressive this is for me. This was very impressive. Yeah. So you don't even get a look at the dude's face. It's just like you see like his cheeks and his beard and like maybe a bit of his brow. And I'm like, is that he's is, a, that, is that Macon Blair? Because Macon Blair yeah, looks a whole a, lot like Derek. You're like, that's Derek Waters. Uh the valet. Yeah, yeah. He brought them the uh the Jeep Wrangler. Oh. Coming in Ooh. 2022. The it's all a, it's a Jeep. Jeep. It's going to be going to wrangle you. Going to wrangle it. Going to wrangle it. Coming in Jeep Wrangler. If you're wearing Wranglers. <laughs> brought to you by Wrangler Jeep. <laughs> the, the all new. The all new Wrangler Jean Jeep. Can't bust it. What about a Jeep that. It's denim. It's denim. Instead of. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we're onto something here. Yeah. All right. So a Jeep that's denim. <laughs> 
instead of like paint job or whatever. So yeah. the more you drive it, it gets like weathered, you know, it gets like the holes in it and shit. So it makes it look real cool. Is it, and then old, old men are like, you got holes in that denim. That's not why we just used say, to buy them. Yeah, we'd buy them brand new. I can't believe you pay that much for jeans with holes in them. Who are we, doggy? <laughs> so is it like the actual, uh, is it actual denim or is the, is it just like denim design? <sighs> oh shit. That's a good question. Well, Actual denim is not practical at all. Maybe just the interior is denim. <laughs> I just picture somebody like, <laughs> like a uh, you know an, an enemy, a foe, just like <laughs> trying to key the actual denim. <laughs> <laughs> just like God, I just take a pocket knife and start cutting it, like yeah. cutting cutting acid wash, just throw bleach on it and shit, so it all gets eaten away. Oh my God, dude! A Jeep Wrangler with interior made out of Wranglers. It'd be like, just make it out of like the, the butt of jeans. So there's like pockets all over the place. You know what I mean? You can put shit in all the, all is the, the pockets. Is the gas tank like the oh, opening, God. like a pocket, but like a, it's gotta be a zipper, a zipper. Yeah. yeah you you like unzip it down it. to yeah. fill up your gas. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> or like, it's got a little belt and you have to undo the, <laughs> undo the belt to get to the button in the zipper to like put the gas in it. Oh man. oh man, we got to email. Call me Wrangler. We got to email Jeep about or this. Jeep <laughs> or Jeep Wrangler or Jeep. We'll do a little. You know, that's what we do. We're making making connections here. There was a bit where they're you know they're spying on her because they're fucking creeps, and uh, his buddy Chris Pine banged Reese Witherspoon, and the guy is talking to Tom Hardy about it, and he's like, "Well, Agent uh, uh, Chris Pine entered the premises." <laughs> And then you you turn to me and you go, and then he entered the premises, if you know what I mean? And then that's exactly what the guy said. That's exactly what he said. I so, fucking, it's it, If you watch this movie, you are going to call, uh, I think, like we said earlier, like 90% of these bits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're for going sure. to know exactly what, what happens. Also, Chris, Chris Pine's name is this, is FDR. I thought that was, I mean, that's not his name. No, his name is Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I guess. <laughs> It's exactly what it is. Uh, Franklin Foster. So I don't, I mean, this, this movie made just short of a hundred million dollars. Uh, cost 65 mil to make and pulled in 156 and a half million at the box office. If you're a movie producer and you just want to make money and you want to give me 65, uh, $65 million to make a movie... I could have made this piece of shit. Yeah. This is just a ripoff. Like, it could have made a funnier, like, a more fun movie. Give me an extra million dollars, like, make them go to, like, Kuwait or something in the middle of the movie. And where they're, like, fighting off a sniper they or something. Actually, and he almost lets his buddy get shot in the head, but not really, because this means war. <laughs> and none of them said this means war, which I was, like, waiting for it any second. Like, somebody's going to say the name of the movie in this, because... Oh, they didn't, I guess. I, I don't I think don't they did. I kind of yeah. checked out for half of it. It was just, I do don't know. know. It's real cliche. It's not, there's nothing interesting about it. No, it's, uh, do you know who directed this? No. He just goes by. This is what he goes by. Okay. McG. That's it. Oh, McG? Yeah, I've heard of him. What other pieces of shit does he do? Uh, he does Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, or he did, which was, um, probably a piece of shit. I never yep. watched he it. He did the new Adams Family. Oh, we did Adam's Family Values, Adam's Family Reunion, Frankenweenie, Sausage Party? That's weird. 
Uh, no, this is people also search for, excuse me. <laughs> like, I don't know he did Sausage Party. That movie was fucking twisted. Yeah, he's done a, he's done a lot of... Uh, Subpar bullshit? Yeah. Oh, he did Terminator Salvation. Oh, that was a, not a good one. No, never watched it. Wait, is that the newest one? No. The no, newest it's from 2009. Yeah, the newest one wasn't too bad. Really? Yeah, yeah. The um, I don't know what it's called. Like, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah, the new Terminator's not all that bad. It took it took four people to write the story for This Means War, by the way. Why? You could just be like, hey, that 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 type of movie where it's two guys and one gal and then but they're they're government agents. Mm-hmm. And I could have wrote this in an afternoon. There is some good timely comedy in it. It is paced well. Uh the cutscenes are not great. The cinematography's not bad. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the a special lot of, effects. Are, I thought most of the, a lot of the special, the special effects, effects are pretty bad. Yeah, the special effects are not great. The actual cinematography itself, it's fine. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's what you would get in a movie where like you're a government agent, but well, it's it's kind of zany. Whoa, um, there's a bit where they're both they're in competition, you know, for for Reese Witherspoon. Why I have no idea. <laughs> and they're throwing paper balls in a wastebasket. And they're just like quick firing. They throw yeah. like 16 paper balls in this wastebasket. But they're not crumpling paper. They just they just they like just have... have a lap full of paper balls. I don't, I don't know. It's bizarre. Do you think those were like um, like extra scripts for the movie? Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. I feel like a lot of this, they just did it on the day. Yeah, it's like the day of. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. What do you what should you say there? Hey, take it back and say, say, say this. Mm-hmm. Because mm. that's funny. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so in the beginning here, like one of the first things I wrote, Reese Witherspoon is trying to do the Amy Poehler. Yeah. Like she's, that's what she's going for, I guess. Or maybe someone was like, hey, go for this. You seen Parks and Rec? But you can't because you're Reese Witherspoon. Right. Oh, Weiss Wrinklespoon. Weiss. Weiss Wrinklespoon. Reese. Winkle Poon. <laughs> got her. Got her. Got her good. <laughs> just kidding. She's, you know, gonna, she's just gonna take a bath in money later. Uh, so it's fine. She's, she's not, it's not gonna hurt her feelings. I promise. All right. So we, we missed the mark on how this would end. Yeah. I really thought she was gonna wind up hooking up with Tom Hardy because he's like charming and caring. Yeah. And uh, Chris Softy. Pine's just kind of a womanizer. Yeah. And a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a creep. Yeah. 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 But she ends up with Chris Pine. And uh, Tom Hardy goes, he re-meets his wife. Uh-huh. And I guess teaches his son how to... How to karate. Karate. So he breaks that kid's arm. Hmm. Yeah. That's <sighs> real dumb. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do to punch this thing up? Um, I would say to make it a profitable film, but it's already fucking ridiculously profitable. This must have come out on like a Valentine's Day. Um, either what month did it come out? Uh, it's February. I got, I got, I got, I got a hundred dollars on February. Feb- you think? I think 2012. Let's see. <laughs> is it February? My man. Is it? Fucking knew it. February 17th. You cash grabbing sons of bitches. You listen to me, Hollywood. I fucking know what you're doing because you're not very discreet about it. <laughs> you're just like, hey, look at this. And lately you're not very good at it either. You, you want to see this? Oh, they're just kind of phoning it in. God damn, dudes. 
65 million dollar budget i know we already said this but yeah it's wild. box office 156 million dollars you know why because everybody wants to get some pussy so they take their date there on valentine's day to watch a movie that is kind of a romance hey baby like reese with a spoon right <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like yeah but it's got fucking tim hurdy and chris pine and they both got sweet asses so i don't know man it's just it's fucking dumb it's a cash grab and it worked how do you think uh it worked clearly yeah a hundred million dollars get the fuck out of here how do you think because everyone in this film belongs in this film except for in my opinion tom hardy yeah he did kind of feel like an odd duck out i would replace reese witherspoon just because i'm not crazy about reese witherspoon i'm just saying like how do you how do you think that uh tom hardy got roped into this you know what I mean? Was it a favor? <laughs> well, it's 2012. I want, what movie did he come off of making? Uh, oh God, tell me it wasn't. Tell me it wasn't Batman. Oh fuck! I think it might have been. Hang on. God, well, anything's a step up from that. Like, hey, listen, Tom. No, it was. Oh, wait a minute, Tom. We got to do something about your image. Everybody hated Bane. It was before. Oh, it was before. Before just he right did Bane? before. God, I wonder if. I wonder if they saw that and went, that, that's the guy we need for Bane. Only make him sound like a baby. <laughs> I was born melted by the Batman. But I mean, you know, he does films such as Inception, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy. Never seen that one. I haven't seen it, but I mean, it, it's it's got... I, I really liked him in The Revenant. Yeah, I mean, was... I'm just saying like before... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm saying before this means war. That Tinker told your... Tinker... Tink, Tinker Taylor told... Tinker Taylor Tink, Soldier Spy? That's a... Uh, Stinker Taylor. <laughs> stinky Tater. <laughs> that's a... um. That's like kind of a, like a, like a war uh, shoot 'em up kind of deal, right? Uh, yeah, it's Cold, war, like, Cold war. Yeah, because he's a he's a tinker and a tailor. But then they're like, mm -hmm. "Hey, you're gonna be you're a soldier! A soldier. <laughs> Surprise! We need you to spy." <laughs> uh, so let's see. But he also did Warrior bef right before this film. Did you ever watch Warrior? Warrior, you got a, you got a picture there? Let's have a look. Boxing film? No. no. Oh, Joel Edgerton, I like him. Uh, oh, hey, real quick, real fast correction. Yep. Uh, Till Schweiger, whom I said earlier was the one of the big German guys in Beerfest. Totally not that guy. No, definitely not that guy. It's uh, Hugo Stiglitz mm. from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Another. They kind of favor each other, though. You know, Google them. You could mistake them. It's not that big of a deal. Listen, I pulled fucking Derek Waters out of my ass in like a half a microsecond. That was, I'm, hey, I'm still impressed. Dude, I, although I did think it was Macon Blair. But again, Macon Blair and uh, Derek Waters also kind of look alike. They do. They just look like sad, sweet little boys. <laughs> With beards. With beards. Yeah. Gotta have the beards. Yeah. Making Blair's the other Derek Waters. All right. So you said you would replace Reese with Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. I'm going to replace Weiss Ritherspoon. <laughs> Weiss Ritherspoon. Weiss Ritherspoon. I'm going to make a drink. Do it to it. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a terrible job at explaining this movie. I don't feel like you need to because it's, it's kind of one note. But if I could replace Weiss Ritherspoon... <laughs> Uh, for the budget of this, you can get, you could get anybody you want. I get like a Scarlett Johansson or somebody that's actually a little more uh, someone that's actually funny. I don't know. Yeah. You need you need a better comedian. Like Weiss Witherspoon is not funny. <laughs> not not to me. I mean, I know a lot of people are probably like, "Well, remember Legally Blonde? Remember that?" I, I, yeah, I fucking saw it. I don't know. Yeah, who's got who's got 
who's a hot lady with good chops who can be a real a hard nosed workaholic? Uh, your mom. <laughs> Amy Poehler? Did I say that? No, I'm just Because she's just doing Amy Poehler. She just, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you said Scarlet. I mean, that kind of works. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. It, you know, I think she's got enough chops. She did kind of the silly thing in uh, Jojo Rabbit. Well, not silly, not overly silly, but yeah. she, she had some had some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you could get a Scarlett Johansson. You could get a... I, uh, you got to... In my mind, you, you have to replace Chelsea Handler. God, you know who I'd get? I'd get Kristen Wiig as the as the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd get Kristen Wiig. <laughs> See, I'm already laughing at how funny it was. Yeah, be. it was. It's already funnier just because Kristen Wiig's in it instead yeah. of uh, Weiss Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> this is a better joke than any joke that's in that movie. Is us just constantly not? I'm not going back on it either. Is it's Weiss Witherspoon? So, who do you think the sidekick? Who do you think her sidekick could be? Oh, God. Uh, what about Rebel Wilson as her sidekick? I like a Rebel Wilson. Um, I was thinking... Ah, Leslie Mann. Oh, yeah, Leslie Mann. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that that, yeah, could, that tracks, too. Cause she, that could work. She's kind of got a Chelsea Handler vibe about her anyway, but less but, Chelsea Handler. And better. Yeah, much, yeah. much better. She, she, she can act. She plays sarcasm way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Leslie Mann, but I really like your Rebel Wilson pick because then you I feel then, like then you got to replace Tom Hardy cuz you still got a little dash of British in there with Rebel uh, Wilson. Yeah. Well, no, I think Leslie Mann could work. Yeah. But do you, would if, you keep I mean for the budget of this you can get fucking anybody you want. Yeah, exactly. Like anybody. Would you keep Tom and Chris? No. I don't I don't care to keep Chris Pine, but Tom Hardy, not that I've got any problems with Tom Hardy. He's fantastic in a lot of things. But he just doesn't uh, fit. I just don't think he, he fits in it. Like, he's like, he's British for no reason. I mean, I know uh, I know he is British. I, I mean, he's a CIA agent, and typically they don't let people that move here from other countries into, like, those sort of government facility right. uh, type of jobs. So... A lot... And that's, that's another thing, is a lot of things made... No sense and definitely would not happen ever. Give me a Charlie Day or a Glenn Howerton. I know those are both It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia picks, but... As? At, instead of Tom Hardy. Um, like a... This also, if you're going to have CIA agents in it, the CIA portion of this movie is just them spying on this girl. Still have them, like, go be in missions and... Shooting a guy, stopping a bank heist. Or and they tried that with the... Kind of with the opening credit scene. Yeah, and it comes back, but it's not enough. No, it's really not. It feels like, why are you... Why are you like you, this, this real hand-fisted thing at the end? Like, remember? Yeah. They're in the CIA. Yeah. Remember? Because we talked are, about it a lot. You guys remember when... They were spying... They were doing this... They were doing a spy? Yep. You remember that? I kind of uh, like, like Charlie Day. Yeah, I, I think that could work. You know what I mean? Because it'd be Charlie Day and Chris Pine, but you need to flip flop them. Where like Chris Pine has the kid and the ex wife, and Charlie Day's like yeah. kind of a you know schlummy. He's like an excellent CIA operative <laughs> or whatever, but he's like gets real nervous and orders a milk steak or you know just does his <laughs> does his uh, does his uh, Charlie Kelly thing. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the story? What are we gonna do there? 
the story's dumb. I would make a different movie altogether. But if you're going to make the same movie, which obviously is fucking profitable, uh, we're talking about a Valentine's Day release here. I just would have put more. All right. There's a lot of scenes where they're at the CIA headquarters and they're sitting at a desk talking to each other. Yeah, because they're best friends. That should be replaced with them like in a stakeout van, busting a perp, interrogating a guy and then like arguing between each other. At the same time, maybe they're interrogating yeah. a guy and he's like, hey, why don't you guys just fucking, you know, why don't you guys just date other chicks? And be like, nobody's fucking talking to you. And they both <laughs> slap him and shit. But they're, you know, that 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 yeah. would work. It's just lazy writing. That would make more sense. It just it doesn't make sense that they're they could have they could both be lawyers. They could have any they could have any job in this. Yeah. But they're CIA operatives because right. that allows them to to creep on her. It's kind of lazy. Like I said, there's some good one offs in there. It's paced really well. There are some terrible cuts. The cut, yeah, the cuts are from scene from different. Uh, yeah, in this, granted, I did I did rent this movie, so it may not be a theatrical release. Uh, maybe the cuts are different. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's just cut differently. I doubt I it. Doubt it. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I also doubt it very it, much. But it is possible. I mean, this film was what an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, a little over an hour and a half. Yeah, breezy. Uh, I mean, still felt long. Still felt long because 10 minutes it, into it, you know how the whole movie's going to go. Yeah. And like you said, the the filler with them jabbing back and forth at their desks at the office. It was just, just it was give, just give me something else. Like, yeah, just that's, do something else. Like, yeah, that's lazy. Interrogate a guy, arrest a dude, jump out of an airplane, which they do at the very end. But right. that, that's after credit. I can't believe you slept with my wife. <laughs> Hey, you like me now? So you want to watch it again? Or? <laughs> no, no. So have you uh, have you seen anything else lately that you're like, well, that's good? Um, we watched Vice Principals. I not. I haven't really watched any, a lot of movies lately. No, no, no. That's fine. I'm lie. just. I'm just saying in general. Um, I, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this. I I would recast it. You heard my recast. I would cut it a little differently because some yeah. of the cuts are weird. Maybe get a different director because I feel like the money's there and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, right? yeah it doesn't. Uh, if you could get like a um, uh, like a Taika Waititi, he'd make it fun. Uh, other shit I've been watching. We uh, we watched Vice Principals. Oh, yeah, H- that's good. Is that got um, is that uh, Danny McBride? Danny McBride, love Danny McBride. Walton Goggins. Fucking love me some it's Wally so, Goggs. It's so man. funny, dude. If you get the chance to watch it, just drop everything. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I just started a series called Bosch on Amazon. Bosch, what that do? Stars Weiss Witherspoon. And Hom Tardy. And Hom Tardy. That's right. Hot dog, hot dog, hot Diggity dog. Yep. So, uh, as far as what I've been watching, I watched uh, Fat Man. I liked it. Uh, reluctantly, I liked it because I fucking Mel Gibson's a huge piece of shit. Uh, and I've been watching uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Yeah, you showed me a clip of that and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's, uh, if you need a good laugh, it's a good kind of slapstick sketch comedy. And it's been a really long time since I've seen one that. That physically made me laugh out loud while I watched it. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little on the crude side, so it's not a you know not for not for your kids, but uh, it's all things considered, it is pretty clean fun. Yeah, as in that's on uh, Netflix. 
Yeah, or, yeah, it is yeah. on Netflix. Uh, well, they're a comedy troupe. I think they also have a podcast and like a YouTube channel. So there's okay. evidently a lot of their material out there. Nice. How you like me now? <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you can't go into a video store because <laughs> they're all closed. <laughs> <laughs> but if they were open, you can't go into a video store and sling a cat without hitting a movie that has that fucking song in it. Yeah. Why a cat, though? I don't know. It's a thing old people say. You can't, oh, sl- that's you can't, a, that's you can't swing a cat without hitting a whatever, X, Y, Z. Huh. I guess you grab a cat by the tail. By the tail. and Don't do that, by the way. No, that's, I think that's it goes awful. without saying don't don't swing a cat, especially by its tail. That's awful. I mean, if you like have a cat and you pick it up and you're like dancing with it, you can, you know, do a little, maybe dip it. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing with cats. Dancing with cats. You heard it first. We're doing the movie Cats for our next bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give them those little uh, bedazzled butthole, (laughs) little cat butt plugs. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. This is kind of a fun movie. Like a fun movie to make fun of. It's the of the bad movies that we've watched for this show. It is probably the funniest of them. That being said, still wasn't a funny movie. some of the least charming comedies I've ever seen are funnier than this. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess out of the the bad movies that we have watched, it wasn't the worst. Yeah. You know what's a better movie than this? The Happy Time Murders. You ever see that? With Melissa McCarthy and puppets? No. That sounds it's, it's better than this. Really weird. Yeah, it is weird. I don't know if I want to watch that. It's like no Sesame All Street. <laughs> that's the that's what it says on the cover of the DVD. The digital video disc. That's what it says on the cover of the digital video disc. <laughs> no Sesame All Street. <laughs> oh, it's time to drink a uh, an unraveled IPA. An unraveled IPA, huh? Well, um, I've got a little bit left here, my, my little cocktail I'm having. Did you have anybody else in particular you wanted to recast for that? Um, I think we kind of touched on everything that I... Uh, had an issue with. Yeah, same. Um, I'm going to go ahead and thumb it. Okay. I'm going to say as a regular movie, I'm going to give it three thumbs out of 10. As a bad movie, I'm going to give it four thumbs out of 10 because it's a it's like low-hanging fruit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it really is. It's just... So you're giving it two reviews or two ratings? Yeah, one as a movie. Like if you just were putting it on to like watch with your old lady. not Because we sat down and deliberately watched it as a bad film. I'll give it three, th- uh, four thumbs as a bad film. Okay. But if I was just watching it as a regular movie, like daytime television, and I put it on, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go three thumbs out of ten because it's not good. No. But knowing that it's bad going into it, it is slightly better. Yeah, I guess as a bad film, I'll one up you and I'll do four point five thumbs. Oh, you fucking cock sucker! I had to do it. You piss crying. <laughs> you. <laughs> You hom tardy. You hom tardy, son of a bitch. You Weiss Ritherspoon loving son of a bitch. <laughs> it could be better. But it made money. It made a lot of money. More money than... The voices? <laughs> yeah. See, now, this is fucking ridiculous that a movie like this makes $100 million and the voices lost money. It's because people like stupid shit. People like simple, I guess. Yeah, and that. Because it is simple. It's like you see it and you're like, it's not new. It's not exciting. I know exactly what's going to happen. It was made. They made it. 
I, we're done here. I mean, yep. We, yep. you yep. know, we've said all we can say. Uh, throw a couple of special thanks in real quick. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com. That is S-U-N-D-S.bandcamp.com. Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at Lamplighter underscore Productions underscore I-L. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. Uh, and one last thank you to our editor, head writer, producer, and host. Uh, oh, that uh, th- those are all me. So anyway, back to the show. And also, special thanks to myself and Bird for doing this. hey Uh By the way, we do take time out of our busy lives that we actually, you know, we have jobs and we work and stuff. It sucks. If I could just do podcasts or write write bad movies. I'd be so poor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, write bad movies. I could write this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could write we could, this We movie. could write this together. Yeah, yeah. You give me a fucking Chris Pine and a Tom Hardy, it's going to make money. You mean a hum tardy and a hum tardy and a piss crying? You know, get a little wheeze for the spoon. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is dumb. Give it fucking like, I don't know. Give me two Jason Batemans. <laughs> Done. I thought you were going to say Jason Statham. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jason Statham and Jason Bateman. Oh my god, that's it. That's it. That's the combo. Because he'd be like, "Oh, I said it for rot piss, isn't it, Governor?" And he'd be like, "I don't even know what you're saying. I don't even know." <laughs> Dude, it'd just be real sarcastic. That's it. I think that might be it, actually. Yeah. Yep. And it's called Jason 2. Two Jasons. Two Jasons. <laughs> That's it. Print it. Nailed it. Print it. Fucking, Stamp it. Uh, Checks in the mail, motherfucker. Email Bob Iger. <laughs> Before we go, let's do some trivia. Okay. Uh, Sam Worthington, Colin Farrell, Justin Timberlake, and Seth Rogen were considered for the lead roles, but eventually in the end, Chris Pine and Tom, oh, sorry, Pine, Piss, Piss, Piss Crine, Piss Crine, and Hom Tardy, Piss piss Trine, (laughs) Piss Trine, and Uh, most of Chelsea Handler's lines were ad-libbed, including the mention of Cheetos and Mike and Ike. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, FDR calls Tuck about a chips marathon. Chris Pine's father, Robert, was a cast member on Chips. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Is that what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the Skyline City. In Wait, the o- who was considered for the lead in this? Those are all better casting ideas than this. Sam Worthington. Okay. Like, I know the name, but I... Yeah, Sam Worthington. Oh, he's in Avatar. Never watched it. you never seen Avatar? I didn't really care to even bother watching That's it. That's fine. Uh, he's in Fractured. What's that? That's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's in Clash of the Titans. He's in a bunch of dumb action stuff. As a person that's doing a podcast about movies, I haven't watched a lot of fucking movies and I feel like an idiot for it. Fractured's not bad from memory. He's in Man on a Ledge. Oh, shit. The Titan. Better get off that ledge. He's in Avatar 2 that is also labeled Avatar 3 that comes out in 2024. Did you have you seen that yet? 
uh, Sam Worthington, Colin Farrell, who I don't think would have fit this film. No. Justin no. Timberlake. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I could you see want that. to do like a like him the, and Seth this. Rogen and like a dick in the box kind of thing. <laughs> like like uh Seth Rogen as the sexy Oh yeah. uh young, yeah. you know, just playboy, just just a beautiful man. Mhm. Uh and then Justin Timberlake is kind of the loner. Like a schlubby. Yeah, cuz he's just a I mean, he's, he's okay. Yeah, like, he's fine. Um he's serviceable, I guess. Dude's got pipes though. He can sing. I'm down with some JT. Uh, Seth Rogen, though. Hmm. All right. Yeah, well, I think you could do Seth Rogen and 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 JT. I mean, Reth Sogan and <laughs> Tustin Jimberlake. God damn it. We're going to be here all night, folks. Well, l- listen. Um, you know, thanks for joining the show. I think we're pretty much burnt out on the, on this uh, on this <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Uh, we just watched This Means War. Uh, you, you're welcome. You can skip it, or you know, don't. It made a hundred million dollars. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. We're just two guys, and it's just two oh, movies. It's just two movies. I mean. Yeah, we're just two guys, just two movies. <laughs> we do appreciate you, by the way, uh, leaving a like, review, all that good fun stuff. Tell a friend. Lie to a friend. Tell them it's a good show. Make them listen to it. Tell them that we get Weiss Witherspoon on the show. Just lie to them about it so they'll listen to it. <laughs> and then when they do and they text you back and then you're like, that wasn't what you said it was. Just say, ha ha, got ya. <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> but yeah, you dummy. Uh, no, we sure do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, well, I can hope you guys have a good night. <laughs> you guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go, let's go, talk. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with our mind. Guys in business is out booming. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Bam, 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 bam,